Do you know the story? There are two kinds of people. Lucky and unlucky? Hale and frail. Upright and sinning. Now, dead or alive? I'd appreciate it if you'd deposit your weapon in the receptacle by the swinging doors. And if and I don't. What are you doing, Israel? Walking backwards. Don't do that. Why not? Because you ain't no outlaw. We're in for a fight. What is your business? Well, I like to say that we're harvesters of souls. All right, uh, welcome back, guys. We're here at the Three Amigos podcast, uh, movie reviewing. And today, we are going to be reviewing The Ballad of Buster Scruggs. So, this movie was released on Netflix. It didn't have um, uh, a box office um, release. Um, it was released in 2018, and it was directed by Joel and Ethan Cohen, probably one of the most renowned like directors like out right now. Um, I really love all their work, but yeah, this is one of their later releases. I think I'm. I'm not sure. Is is he? Have they done anything else after that? Uh, it's this one's pretty new still. Yeah, I'm not sure. It's only like about three years old. What was a couple other movies they did? Uh, they did the re-release of uh, or the remake of uh, True Grit. What did uh, they do? The um, what is it? Um, George Clooney Odyssey movie. Oh, uh, with the same actors in this movie. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I know what you're talking about. This, um, like the the singing movie. Oh, brother, where out there? Yeah, yeah. Did they do that movie? Yeah, that's a great movie. It is. So they're sticking to like a old style western type of feel for a couple movies in a row. They've done a lot of movies. I hope they do a lot. Like uh, they keep going with this western feel because we don't really get a lot of like new westerns anymore. Did we say our names yet? Oh shit! <laughs> Just so I'm, I'm David. I'm Chris. And I'm Peter. And uh, we're the three amigos. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So um, this movie actually had a budget of 30 million, uh, which is pretty small. I mean, I guess considering like the there wasn't a, a ton of effects used in this movie. Um, so it all must have gone to like just filming and, and the, the actors. Um all right, yeah, so let's uh, go into the starring. Um, there's a kind of a big cast in this uh, in these tales. Um, some of them are big names, like some of them you might recognize, like Tim Blake Nelson, James Franco, Liam Neeson, Tom Waits, Zoe Kazan, Bill Heck, and Brendan Gleeson. And... For me, that's a star-studded cast. Uh, I don't know about you guys. It's pretty good. Yeah, there's a lot more, too, that you yeah. haven't seen for a while. Um, like, especially in Mortal Remains, the Frenchie. Oh, yeah. That older gentleman with, with the top hat at the end where you just... T- yeah. 
Well, who do we got? We have uh, Dudley from Harry Potter, right? He's the guy with the oh, yeah. quadruple, um, what is it, amputee. Mm-hmm. And then we have uh, Mr. Krabs in this fucking... Really? Yeah. <laughs> He's the guy that uh, shoots himself in the head by getting the table kicked. At oh, him. yeah. Mr. Krabs, <laughs> He's dude. done so many movies, He's too. Good. Like, he was in Starship Troopers. Highlander. <laughs> yeah. There was also uh, Bill Joe Tree. Which from- one is he? Um, he's the bank teller. Oh, uh, he's great. He's, yeah. He's a great. I know. I love him. <laughs> Pan shot. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So let me go into a summary. This is a, a spoiler free uh, summary. Uh, I know I've said that before and I've given away <laughs> um, some <laughs> parts of the movie, but this is as spoiler free as I could get it. So this movie is an anthology of tales during the frontier, full of rich storytelling ranging from the absurd to comedic to dark and violent. So, with that being said, uh, I think we should go into... I think for this movie, I'm going to go one by one um, in each uh, tale or each story, and we'll kind of give our opinions about it. Okay. Um, the way I did it, I did a, a best line, so I'm not going to do like best lines right now. Um, I'll just go into the, um, each story and I did like a best line for each story. Uh, unless you guys have like best and worst lines and you guys want to get that out of the way right now. Just do it however you want to do. Okay. So- I only came up with a best line throughout the whole movie, not each individual story. That's just myself. Okay. So, um, you want to wait till after the... We give our opinions on each story to do the best line? Sure. Okay, let's do that. Okay, so the first one, The Ballad of Buster Scruggs. Um, For me, this was... uh, It was a great way to start off um, (laughs) (laughs) uh, this anthology. It was uh, was kind of over the top. It was absurd. it was a li- <laughs> outlandish at times, um, but it had like such great. Um, for me, it was kind of like narration from um, from Ballard, uh, from Buster Scruggs' point of view, like because he was breaking the fourth wall like the entire time, <laughs> and that's uh, that's a little absurd, uh, especially for the for <laughs> for a Joel and Ethan Cohen movie, uh, but. Yeah, like, uh, especially in the beginning, like, I just love, like, the writing. Like, I love, front, like, Western movies, the way they talk back then. That really yeah. gives, it just, I don't know, for me, the sign of a great Western is when you can, like, picture yourself as in, back in those times. So you like the first one overall, pretty much? Um, we're like, we're just, right now, we're just saying how much you liked each one, right? Yeah. I'm just talking a little bit about every single story yeah. about it. Okay. Yeah. And I'm not going to, I'm going to wait till the end so for us to pick our favorites. Um, did you guys pick a favorite? Yeah. Yep. Okay. I, I definitely have a least favorite too. <laughs> yeah, me too. <laughs> so uh, I'll leave that same. to the end. But yeah, this was a great start. Um, I don't know. Do you guys, what did you guys think about it? The first one, uh, the Bollard of, Buster Scruggs, um, 
There was a lot to like in that one. There was a section where they start off right away, and he's singing as he's coming in, right? Mm-hmm. And you have that backdrop of like a Western backdrop, and it's like almost trying to not be sneaky. It's not like a, like you can tell it's a backdrop. Yeah, you know? yeah. And it's just the whole thing is uh, it's very comical, like in a lot of ways. Yeah. And it's shot very well. The, the shot from inside the guitar as he's playing it, as he's singing, as he um, comes into town, you see the echo. The kind of yeah. singing with himself, you know, it was. I think it was done very well. I really liked too that one shot that was that was from the inside of the guitar. Yeah, that's that's what I was talking oh, okay, about. Okay, okay, yeah. yeah, man, that yeah, was just a just, good shot. It's a good, and then the audio from it as well. Mm-hmm. You know, just a whole yeah. bunch of little, a whole bunch of little things like that that brought it home together, and then the ending of it. Where he's got the mirror, like, oh, I better take this serious. He gets that mirror out, and he's okay. He got one shot left, and he's still playing trick shots, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then the. So I, I know you guys don't like musicals that much, but how was the singing in that whole story for I'll you? Finish guys? what you were gonna say. That's, that's all I gotta say. <laughs> all right. So like, I had a misinterpretation the first time I watched this movie. Because, like, what the last movie I saw of them was um, No Country for Old Men. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. So, like, I st- put it on, and then you're watching it, and you're like, okay, I'm trying to f- get a feel for the movie. There's a lot of ridiculous stuff that's happening. I kind of liked it when he goes in that bar and just shoots everyone. That was pretty cool, you know what I mean? But before he like uh, yeah. shoots everybody, he like taps himself <laughs> to like knock the yeah. dust off of him. Like and then he walks away. There's almost like a like a Bugs Bunny thing. Yeah. yeah. So like so this so like I was on board for almost all of it until like they break into song. <laughs> no, started, you didn't like the song. It started off with song. No, it's, but that's one thing. He's singing a song. Yeah. But once like he's in the bar and everyone just like he jumps on top of the bar and he's like kicking his feet and shit. It was pretty stupid. So you don't <laughs> but, like the musical aspect of it? I don't like any musical. Like when it, <laughs> when it turns straight musical, I don't like it. There's but, a lot of songs in this entire yeah, but, in like, tale. But like, um, what's the difference between songs and musicals? But so, right? like, it, to me, that part turned into a musical. Yeah. But like, um, like what's the other movie that they did? We just said, uh, "Oh Brother Warta." Yeah, that's not a musical movie. It, it, they They're sing on stage all singing. the time in that movie, but it's not a musical. I'm just saying it, it. Like, okay, so for this first one, I liked it overall. I was trying to figure out what they were trying to tell me because like you're getting so many different things, absurdity and like killing and like it was just confusing a little bit to me. You know what I mean? Yeah. It was kind of like a nice tall tale. I always try like to figure West, out. A very big tall tale. Yeah. I always try to figure out like, because like there's different movies. I remember there's a movie, um, like it was an action movie and like the first scene is someone gets hit by a car going 100 miles an hour and they fall down and they get up and they start running again i'm like okay this is this kind of movie it's just a ridiculous action movie where nothing really matters right so did the coen movie i was just like i'm kind of trying to get a feel for what they're trying to do you know what i mean did the coen brothers do every single one of these skits or is it different directors i don't know no, no, they did all of them. The That's, entire, all the stories were written, directed, and produced by the Coen Brothers. That would be hard 
that's a wide well, range. I'm just saying yeah. for this movie, um, if this is actually a book, don't read it to your kids. <laughs> <laughs> but what was the message for this first one? I just think it was a tall tale of like a badass gun gunman. Fighter. Yeah, well, what's the correct word? Probably there's always someone better than you. Yeah, and that's how it ended, you know? But it there's was... There's a lot of ridiculous stuff that I was on board for in this one. I didn't dislike this one. It was all, like, for me, it was like Quentin Tarantino did a comedy, almost, you know, with music no. inside of it. That's what it felt like, because the gore was, this was pretty uh, heavy. This was it, Looney you know? Tunes. It wasn't comedy, to me at least. It wasn't like funny stuff happening. It was, it was, uh, it was funny, but it was uh, not in the realm of reality. Some of the other, a lot of the other ones are in the realm of reality. I wasn't, yeah. I didn't, I didn't dislike the first one. It was just kind of weird. I've never seen anything like this. Have you guys? If you walked into it, not like not seeing the trailer or like not. Did you guys watch the trailer first? Um, no. Not for not recently, but I did watch it back when it first got released. Um, but yeah, like it was, if you were first walking into it and this is what you expect, like, and then you go to the second <laughs> one and you're all like, oh, okay. So we're not doing that. Then? Yeah, that was, uh, that's, that's what threw me off the most. Cause I, I prepared myself for the whole movie to be ridiculous yeah. because of this first one. And I, th- I was, I was kind of shocked that he died in the first one. Were you kind of, uh, a little bit, um. Like surprised in the first one, Extremely like throughout. Surprised. That's kind of nice though, right? Being surprised like that, because a lot of movies, like you know, what's gonna happen throughout the whole damn thing. This one was f- like refreshing almost. I was just watching like something I, I haven't seen before like that. I didn't. You know what I mean, I didn't. I think dis- a lot of the tales do that. I didn't dislike this one. It's probably one of the better ones out of all of them. It didn't hit hardcore for me the whole time. Especially when, like, he keeps kicking the table. <laughs> he just keeps shooting himself <laughs> in the face. It was just... I, I, I could watch a whole... I could watch an hour and a half of this type of... It's almost slapstick, right? Yeah. It's not bad. Yeah. It's just odd. All right. But that's all I got to say. Well, that's kind of nice because all of these mini stories, um, even if you don't like one of them, you're probably going to like another one. Or a couple of them, right? So you kind of get like a little bit of variety to pick from. Yeah, you know? that's a good way to put it. All right. Um, so that was it for Ballad of Butcher Scruggs. Uh, we're going to move on to the next story, which was near Algodones. And I really love the way they transition from like each story to like how they turn the page. Yeah. And then they keep turning the page. And then you see the title of the story. And you can even like read into it a little bit, like for a few seconds. Um Okay, so near Algodones, this one stars uh, James Franco, and I absolutely hate James Do Franco. Do you hate him? I hate, <laughs> I hate him now. I hate him now oh, yeah. after the fact that he came, like, he was exposed for, like, all the sexual inappropriate uh, Is that, like, confirmed and everything? It's all confirmed? Yeah, yeah. Um, so... Um, I, I honestly did not look into any of that, but he I does did look after good you guys in this last movie. Time. It's pretty bad. He does look good in the movie, though, doesn't he? Yeah, he yeah. looks awesome. <laughs> I know. Yeah, you got to give it to him. You got to give it to the um, the costume designers yeah. for this movie. Man, they really pulled it off. Um, but the movie starts out with uh, James Franco uh, walking into the into the bank 
and he's like, uh, yeah, he confronts, um, I forget his <laughs> real name, but um, he plays Bill Joe Tree from uh, uh, King of the Hill. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, man, I just love that character, the bank teller. Yeah. Man, they did such a good job. The way they, um, there's a few characters in this in these stories that kind of have like little rants that kind of go on just like yeah. that. Like the same with the first one with like Tim Blake Nelson, the way he kind of like goes on like with his dialogue. Um, this this character did that too. And I really appreciate that. But this one was kind of like, it really like throws you for a loop too because the main <laughs> the main character dies again. Yeah. And it, that's an, I don't know, maybe that's a thing that you see in, in Joel and Ethan Cohen movies, you know? Yeah. Because... I mean, in no happy no, endings. Yeah, much. yeah. It's like real life, you know. Not like, not everybody goes home at the end of the day, you know. Did you like this one more than the first one? No, I like the first Did one you? still better yeah. than this one. Yeah. I think maybe that's a personal preference though, yeah. because <laughs> James well, Franco just has a fucking. Without that meta knowledge, do you like this one more? <sighs> no, I think I still like the first one. I like this one more than the first one. Um, at the beginning, he is scoping it out. He's like, why the fuck is there a bank in the middle of nowhere? And he's like, should I rob it? He's like, I'm going to rob it. Yeah. And when he starts talking to the teller, he's like, I have enough of this bullshit. <laughs> his bullshit <is laughs> well, he even says that, too, when he first walks in like, and he starts talking to the guy. He's all like, uh, he's all like uh, must be nice. And like... The, the bank teller is all like, to the depositor, is it like, who that be? <laughs> <laughs> but it was, uh, it was the pan shot thing, the old Clint Eastwood, I'm going to carry a, a cast iron on my chest, right? Like it was, uh, <laughs> With a pot on his head and shit. It was ridiculous. Know? It was, uh, but I was, I was still, it was funny. It was ridiculous and funny. And then like, He's about to get hanged, and there's a amazing action scene with the Indians that come. Yeah, and then he still gets hanged for something he didn't do. <laughs> yeah, but, but like, so what's the message behind this one? Do you guys think karma? Probably. Yeah, you can't escape what's coming to you. you yeah. Know? Yeah, that and like. Uh, like it's in the savage land too like just crazy shit happening too you know what I mean okay yeah so what do you think the about only, this one I was gonna say the only thing that like didn't really make sense is that when he robs the the bank and he comes running out to the well to like <laughs> after he gets shot in the back and but, he's not yeah that's true and like he's he not does, even in view of the guy no the guy's yeah. not even in view and you're just wondering, like, where the hell did he get shot? I wonder know? why he took off all his clothes to put the pants on. You know? <laughs> why can't he just put the pants on? He has to get his underwear to well, go out there. Maybe it showed a little bit of his craziness as well. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I don't know. Maybe it's something he does every time he does that shit, right? You can tell he's a little bit different. That's like, his outfit, right? That's his kick-ass <laughs> outfit. Right? I guess. Okay. You guys see, it was The Edge of Tomorrow with Tom Cruise? Where that guy's going into battle and he's naked. No, oh, yeah. yeah. He's yeah. Is it good? really that part's, good. Yeah. Is that the one that goes back in time every yeah. day? Emma, 
What's her name? Emily Blunt. Emily Blunt. Yeah, there's this uh, there's this guy in it where he's going to war and it's like impossible odds almost. I don't know if he knows that. So he just goes naked every time. No, he goes naked with all his armor on him. So Why? he's got his. Because he's like, this is the way I roll. <laughs> what do you say? Yeah. Oh, Something like that, right? Yeah, yeah. It's a good movie, though. Yeah, I like that. Right, so what do you think about this one? <laughs> that one, this one was not my favorite at all. Um, do you like it more than the first? No way. I like the first one Girls? a lot more than this. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, the first one was like, to me, like I said, it was refreshing. I didn't know what to expect. It was popping out of the corner, you know? Okay. Um, this one was kind of like... You're damned no matter what you do, kind of, you know. It was a lot of karma in it. Yeah. But um, yeah. I, I just like the first one more because it was more exciting to me, I guess. Does that make sense? <laughs> yeah. With the first one, it just seemed to me like nothing was off the table. <laughs> I mean, like he starts singing as an angel. <laughs> <laughs> well, this one was good, too, because you get like a really wide range uh, uh, uh range of characters what did you guys think about him like winking to the pretty girl at the end he's like fuck it i'm cool with this i deserve it whatever yeah you know what i mean he's, he's it's kind of like his last meal you know? yeah, yeah it was cool it's your first time yeah it was uh, good. yeah it was it wasn't bad at all i just like the first one more okay yeah. <laughs> yeah so for you david this one's my better than the first ones so this one, you're kind of digging the movie when you hit this yeah, second I'm, one? Yeah, I'm behind it at this point. <laughs> I, I still think uh, it's, it's not like, yeah, I, it didn't lose me at this point. It, I will say it does lose me later, though. <laughs> but, okay, so we're talking about my rating scale. Like, um, we're not going to rate it. But I feel like these first two ones hit exactly what they were trying to do. I don't like, know what the first one was trying to do. What was the first, <laughs> what was the first one trying to do? Like, yeah. like, could they insert any ridiculous thing in the first one that you wouldn't be behind? No, because it was ridiculous. Did <laughs> they have like a? I'm not saying it was bad, but like aliens could have came down from space and it would have fit in because it was absurd. Well, not literally. Aliens could. Yeah, I, would. <laughs> I I think that it was like an extreme tall tale of a gunfighter. And I think everything in it was appropriate. Like, if somebody was, if somebody, I mean, for a tall tale, though, you know what I mean? If if somebody uh, was telling that story, it would be a good story. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it is a good story, I guess. I think it's I guess a good way, more. the way that, like, storytellers back in that time kind of, like, um, exaggerate to a little bit. That's what I mean by tall tale. Yeah, yeah. Like, I guess there's no never, way and shit that happened, right? I guess I never looked at it from that aspect. I guess that would be a good uh, way to exaggerate the story. He's so good. He's like shooting fingers off of the yeah. guy. So. Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, so that does it for uh, for near Algodones. Um, we're gonna move on to the third tale, and that is depression. <laughs> pretty much. Yeah, it's called the meal ticket. Did you hate this one? (laughs) It's complicated. It is complicated. I hated this one. Really? Did you like this one? I could see how you would hate this one. Oh my God. (laughs) This is when I originally watched it, I heard a Cohen movie was coming out. I was like, fuck yeah, this is going to be awesome. The Cohen's brothers, like, you would pay. 
you would pay 50 bucks for a ticket of theirs, right? At, at that point. Oh, yeah. I turned off this movie after this one. I never watched it again until this viewing. <laughs> oh, <laughs> well, let me ask it. you, do you think they... I don't understand why Liam Neeson agreed to do this. <laughs> like, that's do how much I Do you think this story <laughs> that they, they got, they did it well? Do you think they did it well? Not if you liked it or not. Like That's, the acting, the story, the dialogue, everything. The story was, was, no, because it was, uh, no, I don't think they did it well. How I, so? I hate it. How so? <laughs> it's like, well, no, no, I'm not talking about personal preference. Do you think the acting was good? Do you think the camera shots were good? Do you think the dialogue was this good? This entire movie, in every story, all of the actors are great. Great. Not just good. I think they're all great. I think the, the dialogue from the Coen Brothers is always good also, if yeah. not great. I think all the sets are beautiful. I will say, like, even though the sets in this movie are, like, you know they're two-dimensional, you know there's not a building there in lots of these scenes, but it still looks good. Like, I'm, like, it still looks great, you know what I mean? So what did you not like about it? The whole message, the entire message of it. <laughs> like, well, like David has like a for like uh, depressing like movies. Like he hates those. Well, like what's the message behind this whole story? That every that it was the worst what of do you humanity. Think what do you think the message is? That like showing the worst of humanity, the worst of humanity, and let's just make people as depressed as possible. In this, <laughs> this well, how long was the clip? Like a seven or ten minute clip or something whatever well, story. That's, that's a good question what, what do you think the message was Chris for this movie yeah I think it was like reality back in the oh my frontier god times. it's even today even yeah you know? I mean like not to go too deep into it but there was a couple of kids that had disabilities and they were not fed over X amount of time died and the parents were caught at the casino like hours later, you know? I hate this. I hated this one. I hate it. <laughs> More than like almost anything that I've ever watched before. <laughs> Just because of the message. Just because I seriously, I'm not even joking when I say I don't understand why Liam Neeson agreed to portray this character. This despicable person with no morals or anything. And I, I, I don't know. Like, it's just, I, I truly... Maybe he just wanted to play something different because he always plays the hero. Like, and... the worst Percival on the planet? You yeah. Know? yeah. <laughs> like, I don't know. I don't well, know. Well, what did you guys think about it? Because I don't, I don't want to drag that on too long. <laughs> I, really like, I really like this one just because you get to see, like, a wide range of emotion, not only through uh, dialogue and speech, but through, like, facial expressions like um, actions and like notions. He yeah. only has facial expressions. Yeah, yeah. And did you guys notice that throughout the entire um, story, they never once speak a word to each other? Yeah. I thought that was pretty cool. That kind of like tells you like they're being like one's using the other, you know, that like there's no really real relationship. Each other. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's true. What did you think about it, Peter? I thought the message was... Kind of like life is cheap, you know. It's not even valuable sometimes, like at all, you know. And it's very easy to to pass that threshold, you know, just to end life, you know. 
They were exactly using each other. Both of them were using each other. I mean, Liam Neeson was wiping his ass or something. He took him to take a piss at one point. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I think it was done superbly. <laughs> yeah. I, like, okay. when they put him out there um, like the whole to perform. Superbly, well, yeah, 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 okay. Okay. <laughs> so when they put him out there to perform, he starts his... Uh, his um, presentation, you know, it was it was kind of uh, um, unexpected as well, right? All well, the, the shock value of like the yeah, character, yeah. you know. And then the whole fucking chicken thing, you know, where just like his life is more the chicken's life was more yeah. valuable than his life, you know, yeah. to Liam Neeson's character. Did I like it? I would say. Like, I didn't dislike it. I didn't like it. So it's not my favorite at all. But I think it was done very well. Yeah. I would I would hate to see a whole fucking movie <laughs> of that like, yeah. in itself. But it was like a good little snippet done well. But I, like like I said, it's by far not my worst or my best. But and I, this, I, this wasn't your worst one? No. Out of all of them? No. Okay. So did you like this one more than the first two? No way. Uh... I think my least favorite one was the second one with James Franco. Okay. Did you like this one more than the other two? No. No. This was this is last place so far. So far, this is the <laughs> last place. Yeah. This is last place on everything on TV for me at this point. <laughs> oh my god! I think it was funny that this was probably the easiest to write uh, for. Joel and Ethan Cohen, because ninety percent of the dialogue was just stories written from other stories. You know, I feel it bad was for still a, a good story. Though. Yeah, I feel bad yeah. for Dudley. This <laughs> is all you got, man. Sorry, this is the only thing you can get. <laughs> Dudley from Harry Potter. You know, I think he played his part well. Okay, right, so what's the, so what's the next story? Okay, so moving on. Um, there's five total, or there's six. Six, six? okay, yeah. Um, so the next story I didn't watch the last one (laughs) oh shit dude (laughs) alright so the next one um, is a really good one it's called All Gold Canyon and this one stars uh, Tom Waits who I'm surprised to see in an acting role because the majority of his life uh, he was he spent like doing um, music like he was a musician or like most of his <laughs> most of his time, but this one is basically about like a gold digger, like hunting down for gold, uh, searching through the the wilderness, looking for that next hot spot, uh, and he finds that, uh, where at least he assumes that he finds it, and uh, immediately gets to work. And I don't know, like from the moment like the camera like starts into the scene. Like, it's just an amazing scenery, you know? Yeah, it was beautiful. I mean, it, it was really gorgeous. Out of all the stories, this is probably, yeah. like, the most beautiful looking. It's like, like Bambi eating and shit. Yeah. yeah. Is, uh, they t- it's nice that they took their time and hit those shots. Like, the fish, yeah. like, swimming in <laughs> yeah. it, like, the yeah. stream. Like, the, the yeah, like you said, mm-hmm. uh, the deer. Um, Did it look like a... Do you think they did that intentionally to show like what man does to beautiful yes yeah. Yeah. yeah did you see that i didn't even think about that honestly 
I think they do that because, like, at the end of it, it shows just this beautiful place with, like... And it's kind of unfortunate because in real life, they did dig up all that crap in yeah. such a beautiful spot. I know. Yeah. And it's true, like, the way he leaves the scene, like, the way nature comes back, and it's just, like, it's been... Yeah, Bambi's like, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure that that deer was cgi Girls, that's I, unfortunate. Yeah. What about yeah. the owl? The owl's beautiful. Uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure you that, think was, that was too. I don't think so. It I was think, beautiful. Yeah, that one looked yeah. real, but the movement of the of the deer just didn't look real. Okay. Yeah, it was. I like that this movie like focused like solely like for the like 95 percent of the uh, story, uh, just on Tom Waits. Um, yeah. Man, he's just you got to give it to him for like. The amount of like work like digging like those holes you know like because it's not like they like i'm pretty sure they didn't get a stunt double for him to like <laughs> dig dig uh some of those ho- those scenes you know um but the his grunts you know the way he like digs is it just adds to his character he's like i'm tired i'll see you tomorrow i'll catch up with you tomorrow i'm mr. coming mr pocket <laughs> <laughs> It was good. That was like probably like my most favorite line in the entire, um, in the entire like movie, is like when he's like, uh, <laughs> um, when he's like saying goodnight to the Mister Pocket, yeah. and he's just like, "I'll catch up with you tomorrow." You're old. I'm old, but you're older. <laughs> so what was the, uh, like some I read that because he stole one egg from the owl. Yeah. That's why he's only was shot one time, I guess. That's like a, I guess that's like a fan thing. They're like, I, I bet he, he was only shot once because he stole one egg. If he stole multiple eggs, he would have been shot multiple times. Like a. Oh really? And then like, there's a thing in the, where, he, where he takes the one egg and he says, uh, "How high can a bird count, anyways?" It's kind of a reference to the previous one where the bird can count really high. You know? Yeah. Oh, shit. I didn't even think about yeah. that. Yeah, so, shit, I didn't realize that either. A lot of shit goes over my head, though. <laughs> I just read it. I wouldn't have thought about it either. But, but uh, so, did you like this one, generally? Yeah, dude. I really enjoyed it. The, this one is, right now, um, probably in first place now. Okay. Like, for me. <clears throat> what do you think about the... Uh, Bandito that was just like scoping him out for a long time and shot him in the back. <laughs> yeah, man. It's just like, because you like in that scene, like he's like just discovering like the pocket of gold. Yeah. And then with the music playing too, like it's so like enlightening, yeah. you know? And it's just, you just feel for the character. And then you see the slight shift of the shadow. And then you're just like, oh no. Like, yeah. I knew it was too good to be true. Were you surprised? That someone shot him Yeah, in yeah, it really was. Yeah. I thought it was going to be just like a happy story all the way through. <laughs> Were you surprised when he got shot in the back? Yeah, I thought it was going to be more of like an illness that befell him. Like He's going to get rich and just die or yeah, something? Yeah, something like that. Did you Were you surprised that he wasn't dead also? He came back and hit the guy with his shovel or pickaxe or whatever? I wasn't surprised, but it was kind of a nice twist. I was know? surprised. I was surprised because like he shoots him and it seems like he waits for 10 minutes to go down there. Yeah. Because his shirt is soaked in blood. what does he say like oh i went through i went through is that what he says it went through oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Hit nothing good <laughs> it went through you Just dirty scoundrel what does he call him he's, he's like a, you snake or no, you skunk 
Yeah. <laughs> you Weasley skunk. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was so where is this one that so far with you? Well, let me say first, um it was I always say it, it was nice, you know, like I should come up with a better line. But what well, was nice? The whole skit? I really liked that they actually took the time to go through what a gold digger's got to go through. Yeah. Like the whole process You've of probably it. never seen that before. No, I've, I've never seen it. You always yeah. see people like Pan, was it Panhandling? What is yeah. it called? Yeah. Where they're trying to find it. But it went through the whole process of that. And that is a big part and it shows of the Western like, society looking for gold, yeah. you know, when they came out West. It's like three, six, eight, four, I'm going to find six. you. Yeah. you know? mm -hmm. Going down. <laughs> so, like, I really, really appreciated that aspect of it. And that's something you don't even see in movies, let alone the Westerns itself. You know, yeah. you always see them talking about gold or gold in the mountain or on this land, blah, blah, blah. But you don't go through the act of actual um, finding it like that. And that was the first time I've ever seen it, so it's kind of cool. Other than that, the scenes were beautiful, gorgeous, gorgeous. And that's another reason I like this movie because everything was so different throughout the whole movie. You know, they took their time and did this shot, this shot, and the other ones, like the Liam Neeson one, it was just dark. Everything was like rainy and dark. You know, in multiple ways it was dark. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. but, but this I mean, one did just have from like the big... cinematography level, yeah, it was like it you're was watching cold five different and movies, dark six different movies, and depressing. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and then to top it off, it was like, a, like I think I read something like Westerns are a fight on the frontier, the daily struggle. Yeah. And you could get shit taken away from you easy compared to these days, right? You're out there by yourself, you're doing your shit, and you could get swept off like nothing. So what? And that was nice to show that in this So where is this, uh, well. where's this skit falling in with... Uh, favorite, worst, second place, third place? That's probably my third favorite. Okay. Third favorite? Well, the first one I really like a lot. Yeah, yeah, I hear you. All right. Well, uh, with that being said, uh, we're going to move on to the fifth story. Uh, the gal who got rattled. <laughs> so That was a long one, huh? Yeah, it sounded like it was long. It was a little yeah. bit longer than the rest. Um, this one's my favorite, I'll say out. Right, real quick. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Hell yeah. Um, this was near the top for me, too. Um, Dave was like, it was my favorite, but I hated the movie stuff. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> uh, this one stars uh, Bill Heck and uh, Zoe Kazan. Um, basically, about the Oregon Trail, you know, traveling from... Um, I'm not sure where exactly they, they started their travels from, but I'm sure definitely it Definitely the East Coast, definitely. Yeah. You think so? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Whew, <laughs> man, imagine how long that, like, a walk, like, walking yeah, guys, from one side of the country to the, the other. Like, the brother that dies, yeah. he does not look like he can walk 100 feet, let alone <laughs> the Oregon Trail. Did you see that strange walk when yes. he was walking? It was like, this guy's not walking a mile. <laughs> there are gay. Casey has a game called like the Oregon Trail and like I think the whole game is uh just not dying of uh I, I forget what the thing is dysentery or something like that yeah. <laughs> have you guys played the Oregon Trail it's like a two-bit game on old computers I've heard shit. of it yeah <laughs> it is all just like not dying <laughs> like <laughs> that's awesome 
So, um, yeah, this this movie like also shows like um, has a lot of shock value to it. Um, it. Not necessarily like a happy ending again. <laughs> oh, shit. I mean, it sucks. You know, after All Gold Canyon, you really expected uh, I expected to see more because this was basically like a love story. And, you know, I more really what more you said you expected to see more what happy ending. Yeah, okay. I don't yeah. think this was a love story. You know, I mean, they so? had a little bit of that in it, but I don't think it was a love story. What do you I think, think it was, was? I think it was more like the last one. Just it was like Savage Land type of a story, you know, like putting the grit down and dealing with whatever comes your way. I yeah, they got married. That. They got engaged, you know, but. That's just me. That's what I, I kind of think that you could say that for like all of the movies, though. For all well, it is. That's like the definition of a western, though. Yeah. Too, you know? Yeah, it's true. But did you like this one? Yeah, I liked it a lot. I'll, I'll, I'll let Chris finish though. Yeah, I really liked this one. Um, there was like, I really appreciated the love story because you don't really see that like so much in like an endearing love story, like. I could have seen like them like growing all together, like yeah. it would have been like uh, like the perfect like <laughs> like love story to tell your grandkids, you know, like yeah. crossing the road, um, the Oregon Trail, you know, trying to reach the other side of the country, <laughs> and then like you suddenly meet somebody that you fall in love with. The the look on her face when he proposes to her <laughs> like, is oh, priceless. Yeah. She was like shocked and then laughing. Like, it was, I watched that 10 times. Like that shit was hilarious. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then like after they do like when they are having a conversation, they do get to know about each other and they're like, Hey, I like this guy. Your duty is to your wife. No, but yeah. First, yeah. You know, they're talking household. about like religion yeah. and stuff. And then she's like, I, She's like, I'm, I'm happy for the first time. I'm not concerned about everything because of my, un- unfortunately died when my brother was an idiot. Yeah, this failure. And the action scenes great, right? Yeah, yeah. Action scenes is great. It was really good. Yeah, it was done really well. Um, the, I really like how his character came alive. Like when the action started, you know, before that. He's just a prick the whole time. Yeah, the entire time. Like he There's just There's a mutters. lot of guys like that. Though. I know a lot of guys that like, I've seen all the time. And then something crazy or dangerous happens. And then they're like, yeah, that was cool. Yeah, I like it. Just, yeah. <laughs> what just, a prick. <laughs> sometimes you just get used to shit happening. So like, if you've been around He was so working much, for it for with like 10 <laughs> years, he said. Yeah, and he's like, I think I'm gonna quit. He doesn't even say anything. You know what I mean? Like, I know. Yeah. Like, uh, well, what's the saying? If you don't have anything nice to say, he probably didn't approve of it at all. And it's his business, right? He's the boss, yeah. so he probably just sometimes not saying anything is the right thing to do, right? But yeah. he didn't even have a reaction to it, though. Like he was still looking for his. Well, I think he actually said uh, uh, he mutters it like really lowly, um, but he says that right. <laughs> and then that's when Bill Heck turns around and he's uh, like oh he said something yeah yeah but that's just funny because even like even Bill Heck has more of a reaction later on where he's like I don't know if I should leave him or not you know <laughs> like that guy doesn't care yeah. <laughs> well yeah, he kind of does feel sorry for him when he's talking to Alice yeah um, he's he doesn't want to be him also no yeah. yeah that's true 
I love how precise their like speech was, like between like Billy Knapp and and Alice Longabo. Um, like if you really listen to their speech, like they like speak every word precisely. Like it's so like I don't know, it's just a quaint little detail, but like it's it's something that really adds to the to the story. So what do you think about it, bro? Uh, I, last thing is. She's 37 years old. <laughs> you can't get over that. She's 37. She looks like she she's looks 14. Like she's, yeah, she looks like she's 14, which is insane. That is insane. <laughs> no wrinkles or nothing, man. <laughs> Let's talk about the fight scene. Yeah, the fight scene was great. He goes up there and gives him the hand, the peace sign, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he was kind of excited. He's like, we're in for a fight. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty crazy. <laughs> it's crazy, though, like for him to tell her like everything that they're going to do to her. Like if yeah. she doesn't blow her brains out, do you uh, do you think it was kind of ridiculous at all? Just one guy taking on like a war party. It was well. It was good. I would think in real life they would have surrounded them. Like they would yeah. have come rushing and then surround them, yeah. instead of just like going back and forth. Most of the Indians were shooting in the air too. So. Yeah, I guess it would be hard to shoot from a horse, and all that. But like. I wouldn't charge some guy three times. I would. I, I wouldn't have left the first time. Yeah, that's that's what I was gonna say. Is they should have, they more than likely would have just bum rushed him. Yeah, all they wouldn't the turn around you know? and then come back. If they turned around once, I don't think they would come back. My personal opinion. Yeah, that's true. But it was great. It looked great. Yeah, the way he has to put down the horse too, like after the first rush. Yeah. Man, like, I don't know. It just really shows you like what. Like how Native Americans like really because they scalped the, uh, or they tried to scalp them yeah. too. Like, yeah, and even in the near Algodonis um, story, like when the the natives like uh, rushed them, like uh, near the hanging, yeah. like they actually scalped one of them too. I think that's that was a uh, a white thing first though. Did you know that scalping white men started that? Oh really? You guys knew that? No. Yeah. Hmm. And then yeah. to Indians or what? Yes. Oh shit. <clears throat> okay. So, yeah, anything else about that um, story? Uh, I, I'll, I'll say it is my favorite album so far. Okay, I think? could see that. I could see that. It's yeah. my second favorite. Do you guys like the hairstyles of like the old lady at the beginning in the like the hotel? <laughs> <laughs> she has like a doily on her hair or some shit, right? You know. Okay. So what I was gonna say is kind of stupid, but I don't even know the character's name. But the guy that did fight all the Indians yeah. in that one, like I want his jacket, you know. <laughs> oh, dude, yeah. Like the some movies, everybody has the same clothes, or if it's a western, everybody's perfectly clean. All of the costumes in this was, yeah, the like production of this is amazing. You know, yeah, the production like all of this of is amazing. And then at the end, right before it trails off. You see him walking up the hill, and the camera just pans up to see the rest of the caravan and the one guy slowly riding towards him, yeah. and the fucking dogs right there beside him. He's <laughs> like, "What and am then, I gonna tell her?" Yeah, you know, the, the the words was, uh, "What am I gonna tell him?" Or yeah, whatever. So, so, something like that. Yeah, that's my favorite line I have it written down. So what? What's your? So this is your second favorite. Yeah. So far, what's the first one? The, the beginning? The first one, yeah. Where is this for you, Chris? This is my second favorite. What's the first one? All Gold Canyon. Okay. Uh, this is my first one so far. Hell yeah. This was a, this was kind of like really close for me. It was like a really like 
close this, call. It was almost a tie. This one is probably the longest, right? Yeah. Out of all of them. It was crazy. Or maybe when, the last one might be the longest. When he was... Maybe, yeah. When he was uh, almost getting scalped. The whole action scene where the Indian jumped over the horse was, was gorgeous, beautiful. you know? Yeah. And then stuck, stuck him in the head. And he's acting dead and he just picks up his arm and shoots him. He, de- he does it smoothly because probably happened a dozen plus times yeah. on these jobs right yeah and he did get excited at first and it was, yeah i just like i liked it a lot or maybe not because i mean even in the earlier in the story like um uh, billy knapp is like telling alice like about the indians when she goes walking off she's all like oh you don't need to worry about indians they'll bother us none because so, like, too much trouble with I th- the- yeah, I think they wouldn't attack a whole caravan, but since she's by herself, they did. Yeah, they, well, yeah. I don't think he expected her to walk off by herself. You know what I mean? Yeah, he maybe he okay, so it didn't go into depth, but he could have had a, a crazy past too, right? Yeah, that's true. Which one? Um, the boss, boss yeah. I'm sure, yeah, I'm sure he Mr. went and seen yeah. crap, right? Okay. All right, all right, so that was uh, the gal who got rattled. And now we're going to move on to the last story, The Mortal Remains. And this one um, has a couple of stars in it. Uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, I don't know all their names, but Brendan Gleeson is the one who um, who definitely shines in this one. But also his partner, Saul uh, Rubinek. Um, he was kind of like an Wait, underrated actor. Saul Rubinek actor. wasn't the partner, was he? No, or that? Is the, he uh, was the, the like Frenchman. Frenchman. Yeah. Oh shit. Okay. Well, what's okay. the? Can you look up the big guy? Yeah. Was he in Twenty Eight Days Later? Right. Yeah. Oh, that's uh, Brendan Gleeson. The big guy. Yeah. The yeah. the Irishman. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. I love him in everything I see him. I know. <laughs> He's even in uh to uh the what's that one you were talking about? Uh, Twenty Days Later. No, the um, something about tomorrow. Is Edge he of in tomorrow? That Edge of tomorrow. Is he in that? I don't remember yeah. him in that. Yeah, he's the he's the general. Oh shit. He's in, he's in a lot. Yeah. Yeah. I, I like Twenty Eight Days Later. He was really good in that. Anyways. Yeah, I just saw like another movie too where he's like has a an American accent, and man, he is bad. <laughs> he does <laughs> like, play a badass in a lot of movies. No, he's like horrible. In Gangs of no, New York. Yeah. Have you seen that? Gangs yeah. of New York. Oh he, yeah, he murders people with a stick. You know what <laughs> oh, I mean? he, he notches the stick for as many kills as he gets. Oh my god, that's my favorite part that he plays in anything. But yeah. like, um, yeah, he is a badass. But in that movie I was watching, I can't remember the name of it. Man, what the hell was it? So where is this? Oh, one? it was uh, Dark Blue. With, I don't remember. Oh, he's a one. cop. Yeah, or he's a corrupt cop. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, it's with uh, Russell. Um, Kurt Russell. Kurt Russell. Yeah, it's okay. It's pretty good. Yeah, it's pretty good. Um, oh you shit! You guys agree to pause. I don't think you'll like. This it, is though. the first time in how many episodes <laughs> you guys actually kind of like the same thing. Well, uh, anyway, this uh, this story. How are you? How are you? This thing. Sorry. Yeah, I'll insert that. Oh. <laughs> um, yeah, the mortal remains. Uh, I thought it had a really good range of uh, wide range of characters. Like, they were all like so different. Like from the trapper to the, <laughs> I loved his character. It was really cool. Two types of people. <laughs> They're all like ferrets. <laughs> well, everybody had two types of people. That's like the perspective. 
right? Yeah. So yeah everybody dead or alive. Two type of people. What was the ferrets? Oh, there, he, did he say there's only one type of person? Yeah. Or trappers and not trappers? I don't remember. Yeah. And then the woman was like God abiding and non God abiding, kind of. Yeah. yeah. And then the Frenchman, what was his? I don't remember. I don't remember. I think like love uh, and not loves or something. Loving uh, and not loving. Oh, I guess it was like different. His different whole thing types different types of love. Yeah, or relationships. Typical Frenchman. Yeah. <laughs> and even the the bounty hunters, they had there was like dead or alive. Dead or alive. Yeah. yeah, that was really cool to see. So, question: Were they going to the afterlife? I think so. That's how I portrayed it. Me because too. I think that's all of them, or or just. They all give clues to. I thought they were the Grim Reapers. I, Which I, one? The bounty hunters. Yeah, I thought that's because, how I like, thought it was. Me too. Okay. That's what I portrayed. Because it like, as. I, there's a couple different ones. <laughs> Thoughts. One of them thinks that only the woman dies and she goes to hell or whatever or afterlife. Like yeah, when she's choking. That, yeah, her... Like when she's choking, they say like he hits her on the head and she's dead after that point. But that doesn't explain the other two characters, I guess. I think they all like, like were just remains like on their way to purgatory, because like they you go because they're going to Fort Morgan, like that's kind of like a, uh, yeah, like a word for like morgue. Pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> and. Uh, and then when you go into the, when they first walk up to the to the Fort Morgan Hotel, um, I don't know if you guys noticed, but at the top of the doors, you can see emblems of the devil and uh, and an angel on the nice, on each yeah. on each side of the door. Oh shit! I didn't. I don't remember that. Yeah, yeah. You had to pay attention, like, not say that you weren't paying attention. <laughs> I don't know how to respond to that. <laughs> Where does this one fall with you guys? Did you guys like this one overall, or? Uh, this was kind of down there for me. Like, yeah. it, it wasn't really my favorite. Seems like it could have been better. The first time I watched it, um, you have a conversation, and then she started choking, and then it got visibly darker and gray, and then he says his speech, and it closes the up. Speech on him. or the song. No, he's ta- he. It's the last speech with like the guy with the receding hairline, the yeah. guy sitting on the left, and mm. he. I think he was the Grim Reaper of the story, but it pans <laughs> up to him, and you see his fucking crazy eyes. I love that whole scene. It was, yeah, it was done very well. <laughs> All right, so uh, here's a quick little game. What's what two types of kind of people are there? I'll go first. I think there's blue collar and white collar types of people. What, what two types of people well, do you think you, there you are? Go. <laughs> oh, shit, dude. Um, I think there's... I don't know. I don't think I could say it in just like a couple words, but I pretty much think there's, I guess, like the faithful and the faithless. Okay. That's kind of where she was coming from yeah, a little bit? Yeah, kind of, yeah. But not as hardcore? Pretty much, she yeah, was, she was pretty, uh, like Bible thumping, right? No, yeah, right here. Two types of people, I would probably say just right and wrong. And that's uh, <laughs> that's that's like that's not okay. even uh, there's a lot of gray area in that, of course. Okay, but some so, people just try to do right, even if it's wrong, oh. they just try to do it, you know. But yeah, 
All right. So, do you? What do you guys think about their two types of people? Do you agree with all of them, or no? What do you think of like how that guy's like? We're getting deep now. <laughs> we're That's how far are we at? We're about an hour. almost an hour. Yeah. Uh, I kind of like the uh, Frenchman telling the old woman to get out of the his her daughter's house. I kind of <laughs> wish I was there. Because I love those conversations, yeah. and I like getting into deep conversations with people like that. I like playing devil's advocate, and I like to get people riled up and shit and see how they're <laughs> not, not hitting you and no, shit. No, <laughs> I, I probably wouldn't have definitely not gotten into that deep of a conversation with them. But I like to, to my friends and shit, I like to, what do you think about this? What do you th- oh, yeah, you really think? You know, even if I agree with them, I like to get into that depth, you know? Oh, yeah. So I did like that whole... I liked all the conversations there. I think they didn't get what they wanted out of that um, last one. It kind of ended weak to me. Like I wish they would like. You wish they would have like left one of the other stories to be the last one. No, that the story was meant like as in dying. It's not bad to be the last one. I don't think it was this. I don't think. I would have just left it not am ambiguous i guess yeah because it, i don't know it just wasn't as strong as the other ones Do you think the story like... was the <laughs> the conversations was okay it was just kind of forgettable at the end of it like there should have been i don't know i disagree because it did the pan on that guy and he was just like crazy fucking which guy the speech with like oh the, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? and then um kind of felt like they were trying to be Quentin Tarantino conversations and it got close yeah. but didn't hit all the way uh, that's just my uh, you know you that. know what was nice too is the fucking carriage ride going to hell because it is a western he's not gonna stop he never stops yeah, yeah. you know that was badass too I like yeah, that part true. Heck yeah. it never showed his your face. favorite no like I like that one like a lot mostly because of that character or the actor uh, Saul Rubinick yeah Saul Rubinick yeah he doesn't play a badass, but he's a great supporting actor. Yeah, Everything in, he does, Unforgiven. He's in the remember? Star Trek, old Star Trek episodes. Yeah, he's in but, lots of shit. Where he's the writer in Unforgiven. Yeah. You, you, what is he? What is he saying? He's a good bit actor. Yeah. I um, just he just tags uh, along. Maybe that's why I like that one like a lot. Where is it on the scale? Like all the of the other. I'd say it's right there. in the middle, but. Maybe I'm just completely biased. What makes like it not the best one to you? Uh, you think because all the other stories had so much action and like wide range? No, it's not action. Um, okay, so I give you guys shit for the singing parts. I really didn't care for it in this part of it, where the the Irishman was singing. Oh, Frills? Yeah, it I was. Think it was well done. It was. It was oh okay. my god! <laughs> it wasn't a musical. That's, the part that takes me out is when fucking gangsters are skipping with each other and shit. That shit takes me out of reality. If someone's singing, I don't mind someone singing something, but when like someone gets in a gunfight and then everyone's like holding hands and dancing, it's fucking ridiculous. Yeah. Well, so for me, I don't think it added or was bad. I just didn't care for that certain song at okay. that time. You know. They're fighting and he starts singing. It was just kind of odd. But I do like the transition from kind of like almost to where they knew they were kind of going. You know? It was almost kind of like an inception where they're like, 
how did you get here now? Almost like that. It wasn't that straightforward of a conversation, but they kind of all knew that they were going to go to hell. A lady need. I need. What did she say? Will somebody get a door for a lady? Yeah. I need help down or something like that. Yeah. You know? mm-hmm. And they're all putting their best foot forward to walk through that door. I like the whole story behind it. You yeah. Know? Also, that stairwell like was another giveaway with like the <laughs> light at the end of the tunnel. Yeah. And then when he turns around and everybody's gone. Yeah. You know? Well, what did you guys yeah. think about it? I just don't think. Where's it? Where's a fall into your favorite to least favorite? Or like range, kind of, not exactly. Number. I'd say it's probably third, third favorite. Uh, probably my, uh, probably second to least favorite. Yeah? Yeah. What did you dislike? What's your worst one? Uh, it was just a, my first one? Worst. Oh. Um, the Sorry, I'm the so Liam Neeson one. <laughs> <laughs> Thank God, at least we agree upon that. Yeah. What's your worst one? I think my worst one was the James Franco one. Why? It's just because it's not entirely clever or done. I, I've seen it before, like not exactly, you know, but all the other ones were new and fresh and crazy perspectives, you know, like the fucking gold digging. Where have you seen that before? The first one, the tall tale. Yeah. You know, that's just, Yeah. Okay. I will say I kind of wish that every story had a different theme. I wouldn't. I would have liked the overall experience more if one was happy, one was sad, one was like just different themes all together. It was kind of a downer to just watch a bunch of depressing. Ones. <laughs> <laughs> but well, you gotta you gotta take the good with the bad. You know? Okay, yeah. a happy western. I don't, I don't know if City Slickers is like a true western. No, it just has a big Western theme yeah. to it. But, like, what's a happy Western that you could think of right now off the top of your head? Most Westerns, you like, you hit the shit, you know? Like, the movie I mean, that is, is called, a like, theme of a Western, though. Like, I'm not saying I don't want it to be depressing. I just don't want the overall theme to be depression. That's what I'm saying. But, like, just think about, like, a happy Western. I wouldn't say that there are very many happy Westerns. I think it's just the genre. Is what no, I'm saying. I'm saying this... Theme, the whole theme of this is depression <laughs> or like like the like the overall message is i think that's an overall um there that this genre is turning to that that this genre used to be about like pulling yourself up by the bootstraps oh, and that. now it's just turning like depression depression movies not like pulling even yourself the up. first skit even the first um Scrubs? No, that one was that depression? Nah, not really. That wasn't depression. That was absurdity. <laughs> <laughs> but like when you look at, I didn't. Um, I didn't dislike the first one though. Like what the, about the Gold Canyon one? That was pretty depressing when he's just like crying but for that, like a whole minute. <laughs> okay, but that's that's more focusing, like you said, pulling your shit up out of yeah. the ground and yeah, that out, you know? yeah. I'm just arguing now. Yeah. <laughs> it so was highly I depressing. I would back you. You know, you know what, though, is like whenever we do a film, I argue with whoever presents. Like, I <laughs> always fight for the film. You know? This is the last one we did, the kid, where he's, he's like, I'm not going to defend it. 
And then he defends it for like two minutes straight. Did you listen to it? It's pretty funny. <laughs> but like if Chris does a movie and David doesn't like it, I defend it. And if David does a movie and I, I go the opposite way too, yeah. you know? So I feel like I'm like always in the middle of you guys. You're All right. Switzerland though. That's why. You're like, a, you're not in a war. You're just always uh <laughs> So uh, I think uh, that pretty much sums up like all the tales that we uh, watched uh, from this movie. Um, I don't understand why they titled it The Ballad of Buster Scruggs yeah. if it's, it's like six tales, you know. But anyway, that's just me ranting. Um, we're going to move on to our rating system now. Oh, best line, worst line. Okay. If you have one, at least. Well, I wrote down six best lines. Well, go through it then. <laughs> yeah, go all right. Well, um, in the first one, <laughs> it's your um, podcast, dude. It's, you can do what you want. That's true. I just don't want to make it like too long, you know. But in the first one, uh, the Ballad of Buster Scruggs, uh, my best line was when he was uh, in the the parlor, and like uh, he sits down for the poker table, and uh, they're t- they're pretty much forcing him to like play the poker game or play the hand, <laughs> and. It's so simple, and it was such a short line, but he says, if and I don't, like, and if and I don't, I'm like, I don't know why, like, I just, I just love that word, if and. Oh, it was even, that wasn't even his hand that was, he dealt. Do you guys, do you guys know why he didn't want to play that hand? Though? Because it was so good. No, it was, that is a famous hand called the dead man's hand. It's a great hand, but it's considered the dead man's hand. I don't remember what it was. It's like a... I'll look it up later, but... It was like two eights, two jacks, yeah, I and I think uh, they're all black also or something like yeah. that. All right, what about the James Franco one? Uh, that one was... Um, was it your first time? No. <laughs> it was when uh, um, he like gets released from the hanging, and he uh, joins up with the cattle rancher, <laughs> and uh, the cattle rancher says to James Franco... So like a sidekick should be a reliable <laughs> like I, it's just uh, such a good line. He said it, he said it so quirky too. Like he had such a weird voice. Like he just love everything he says. Um, for meal ticket, um, my best line was uh, it's actually a line from an old story. I think it's by <laughs> Shelley something. Oh okay. Um, but it was Frankenstein t- girl. Yeah. What was it? Okay. Yeah. Um, she freaking, uh, uh, she wrote the story of Ozymandias. And so the line goes, uh, my name is Ozymandias, king of kings. Look upon my works, ye mighty, and despair. Like that was sweet. I yeah, know. he quoted a lot of good shit. I know, really good stuff. Um, the next <laughs> one was All Gold Canyon. And the best line in that one was when <laughs> he says, he's uh, all like, I'm old, but you're older. <laughs> I love it. Like all the all the lines he said in that story were really good. Like the fact that he's talking to himself pretty much, but he's just like kind of like a crazy old man. Oh, he was talking to yeah to Earth. Yeah, know? what's it? What, the Coen Brothers, I think, excel at getting characters that are, are realistic. Real. Yeah, like all of their like movies. You believe in the all characters. of their movies, even. Like in No Country for Old Men, you get the secretary that has the absurd hair thing. Yeah. <laughs> you get like the counter drug or the gas station guy. You know what I mean? Yeah. They're, yeah. All, they're all like... They're people. It looks like they pulled people out of their real life yeah. that they've met 
and put them in it. Yeah, like they're like, oh, I want this girl in my movie because she's perfect. You know what I mean? Yeah. Hell yeah! All right, so <laughs> and they're quirks. Yeah. In the gal that got rattled, uh, my favorite line was pretty much after the proposal, and she accepts. They're like sitting down at night and they're talking to each other, and um, and they're talking about uncertainty. And how it's probably like the best way to live your life. Um, but at the end of that conversation, it's actually a shared line between the two of them. And Alice says, straight is the gate. And Billy Knapp says, narrow the way. I thought that was such a like sweet, like... Same um, page. They're on the same yeah, page. Yeah, 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 exactly. They would have been happy, huh? Probably. Oh, fuck yeah, dude. <laughs> oh, that sucks, man. That's really depressing that they, that she got fucking uh, she got dead. All right, and the last one, the mortal remains. I think it's like your favorite part too, Peter. When um, at the end uh, or near the end, when uh, the the guy with the black mustache yeah. and the receding hairline, he says he's talking about the their cargo or whatever or the people that they like uh go after um it was says, extremely dramatic the first time i saw it. i rewatched it and it wasn't because I, I was waiting for it yeah. but the first time it hit like really well yeah and um he like the way his like eye expressions yeah. too like the way they go wide and shit and i don't he think says, he blinked he probably didn't even blink no like, dude you know? yeah and he says I do like looking into their eyes as they try to make sense of it. I do. I do. What a sick bastard. (laughs) (laughs) What did did she say? Did they ever find out? Or Or do they they ever succeed? succeed? He's staring at her. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Did you you have a best line, bro, or no? I I like the uh, there's only two types of people from everybody. Because that's everyone else's different perspectives. Do you have a best line? Yeah, my best line was... Was after the gal who got rattled. Is it got rattled? Yeah. Um, it was at the end of it. They even show the book and just the last yeah. line in the book. It said, Mr. Arthur had no idea what he would say to Billy Knapp. And I was like, fuck. Do you guys man. have worse lines at all? No, no I didn't. I don't have a. No, yeah. It was well written. It was. But that's something you can always like rely on yeah. for Joel and Ethan. All right, so what about best scenes? Do you guys have a best scene? or? I'd say my best story would be... Uh, best scene. The best scene is probably the gunfight at the end where she shoots herself. Yeah. You know? Do you have a best scene? Probably probably got to be Old, Old, Old Gold Canyon. Um, oh, which one? Which part? Uh, probably the part where um, he's sleeping at night and he says goodnight to Mr. Pocket. Like I think... Yeah. My second favorite? I'm just kidding. My, my, <laughs> I think my best... Because uh, <laughs> Peter doesn't know what best means. <laughs> I think my favorite scene is probably the Gold Canyon picturesque fucking setting. It's beautiful. Yeah. yeah. Like, you just want to... That is heaven, right? Yeah, dude. Especially for, like, outdoorsmen. Kind of yeah, like, like, yeah, they just want to go camping there and never leave. Fuck, yeah. Especially, like, him, you know? Like, he's just... Like he's he knows how to live outdoors. Yeah. Like he goes fishing. He cracks an egg from like a nest. Yeah, it looks amazing. It looks more like sense. That's easy. That's the whole fucking Liam Neeson story. The entirety <laughs> of it. <Worst laughs> uh, 
Uh, worst scene. You don't I, have to have one. Yeah, I don't. One. I can't think of one. Even though there were like some depressing stuff, like I appreciate the depressing stuff. <laughs> yeah. I don't think I have a worst scene. Okay. All right, so I'm gonna give you guys a. So this is the part before we do our rating. I give these guys a quote and they try <laughs> to guess what it is. Okay. So it's a little little game that we do every single. You're gonna quit the episode. podcast <laughs> <laughs> if I lose this one. I'm fucking. I'm no, he means from his rating. Is that he's what you mean? Well, he's gonna flip the table and quit. <laughs> All right, so here we go. I'm sorry, Dave. I'm afraid I cannot do that. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> what is it? Uh, Two thousand one. That's a good ass. Hell yeah. Line, right? That's the most famous line from the movie. Like, you should have picked a like obscure one from Okay, so I, I'm searching and I was like, that's so fucking good. I want to say that. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> All right, so ratings. You go first. Okay, so like I said, my rating scale, 1 to 10, um, based on 1 to 5 of how good it's done. I give it a 5 because it's done superbly. On that section Shit. of it, right? Yeah, okay. There's nothing that I didn't, I, or a best way to say it is they had a goal and it hit all the marks. And maybe because the actors and the director mixed together and the dialogue, just every shot was beautiful, every dialogue was beautiful, everything was done to the best of its ability, I think. There was never a part or a scene where I felt like somebody. <laughs> It was like <laughs> like acting. You know what I mean? It felt like organic. Yeah. I guess, okay? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. And then oh, on uh <laughs> Why are you laughing? <laughs> because I just thought so now I interrupted you. <laughs> and then on on the preference scale, I'd say like a three point five. So total eight point five. Okay. So like what what if there was like a extremely well done like Hitler propaganda movie that was like the best production ever, would you still have to give it like a, a five? <laughs> that's because that's my rating scale. I probably wouldn't even watch it, that was my point. Well, you, yeah. Okay. <laughs> you, know, you see what I'm saying though? Like, if I, if I can't get behind the message overall, like, I don't know. All right, you want to go next, Chris? You well, that's the that's that's argument of like the rating scale, right? What's your rating scale based on? how much you like it right yeah that's uh, I think I'm gonna give this one a six because it is Cohen's brother movie it's beautiful it's written well and has the best actors I just can't get behind the underlining message of every story (laughs) (laughs) it's just so depressing the Liam Neeson one, I will never watch that again for the entirety of my life. Oh my god. <laughs> that one, like, it's so despicable. Yeah. It's like the right word. But but it, I liked it. The overall movie, it was enjoyable to watch. It is not what I expected. I thought I was going to love it, just being a Coen's brother movie. So you just, you liked it, but there was, like, major issues? I just, I didn't like the message. Other than that, like, it was... It did very well, like on Rotten Tomatoes and stuff like that. I think it got like in the high eighties or something. Yeah, it's a great movie that I don't like. 
shit. It is a great movie. I just don't like. Okay. That's, you I, like... I, I can realize that. You know what I mean? From my point of view. Yeah. Where but like, uh, like, a lot of like Joel and Ethan Cohen movies kind of like deal in like depression and like. But that uh, was the overall things. theme of this. You yeah. know what I mean? I think, um, like, uh, No Country for Old Men. That's uh, that's some heavy messages. And there are depressing parts of it, but to hit on it so damn hard, like the whole ep- uh, show of uh, Liam Neeson, the entirety of that thing was you're depressed because he has no legs. You're depressed because of what he's saying. You're depressed because it's cold, because it's dark, because he's going <laughs> to kill him, because the chicken's more valuable, because of everything of it. You're depressed that he has to hold him to take a piss. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I just... Uh, so what would you rate Schindler's List? That's the that's even more depressing, right? Higher than this, definitely. But why? Because it's not all depressing. Not the entirety of it's depressing. The, like that's probably the most depressing movie I've ever seen. More so than that one part of Liam Neeson. Yeah, maybe because there's kids and shit. Not the you whole know? thing. The whole Liam Neeson skit was depressing. There's lots of there's some funny parts in Schindler's List. There's lots of depression, but not the whole thing. Uh, okay, I understand what you're saying. There's, like, okay, I understand what you're saying. All right, that's pretty much it, though. It's a, it's a great movie. All right, so what do yeah. you think, Chris? I mean, six isn't really that great of a score. I just, I just don't like. Yeah. Yeah. I just wish that, I, I can't get behind it. That's the only thing. I just can't get behind it. So what's nice about this, and probably a lot different than other podcasts is that we're never going to really agree right yeah <laughs> we will we'll find that uh other than the kid so far that's the only one we all really got on board with yeah that's true yeah but I don't, it, it like, is nice because at least i'm not saying this movie was a, a horrible stupid movie you know what i mean it's not a stupid movie it, it, there's a lot of effort put into it i just and you can see why people like it i i more than that yeah yeah. I said it like 10 times, but I think it was done superbly. It was done, it was superbly. done superbly. Yeah. I have to agree with uh, Peter. Um, I think it was damn near perfection. Um, you get like such a wide uh, variety of stories. Um, you get like such a surprising factor um, in almost every story. They're all different. Uh, they all come from like different um, lengths and, and storytelling. <laughs> Um, the direction was like spot on, uh, cinematography. I mean, there's just so many shots that were so memorable. It the, felt like it was different directors for every single story. To almost. Me. Yeah. And like, you see that too, like nowadays, like love, uh, what's that movie, uh, show called, uh, love, sex and robots or something like that. <laughs> I've never <laughs> seen that. I watched a couple episodes. Of yeah. It. It's pretty absurd. <laughs> what is that on? It's, it's on Netflix. Netflix. Okay. Don't watch it. <laughs> <laughs> Some of them are good. They're like ten minute episodes. Yeah, I think. Yeah. Some of them. Some are of bad. them are good. Yeah. <laughs> Some yeah. of them are bad. <laughs> but you kind of get that. Like it's a, 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 a you know, a variety pack, uh, and, but yeah, like the writing was really well done. Like the actors, they pulled off their job like, uh, you know, perfectly. So, so what's your there's nothing bad I can say about this movie, even though like David did make <laughs> so the point. Give it a 10. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm gonna give it a nine, dude. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. 
What were you gonna say like, even though James? because <laughs> uh, uh, he does he does make a couple good points with the oh, with the uh, depression and like the darker themes that it kind of brings down the mood, and it did set <laughs> itself apart from the rest of the uh, stories. So it was a little bit of a a loop to kind of like throw people on, but uh, I think you gotta appreciate it for for the work it was done for the. Can I ask something? Do you think this movie would be better without the Liam Neeson episode in it? Think it'd be better overall. For you, definitely, no. right? For you, for you. I I don't, I don't think, so. think it would matter to me. Okay. I mean, I'm not into it. I don't enjoy that part that, of it. I just don't hate it. You know. I actually appreciate like depressing and dark like themes, themes in movies. I think it was beyond that to me. Beyond depressing. <laughs> I think we kind of drawn on about that too far. So is there anything else you guys want to say before we close it out? Uh, how about uh, any shout outs and you guys watching anything or any other podcast? Oh, is there something you guys are wanting to watch? Oh, so this is the first. No, like we're doing a, a little series of Westerns. This is the first Western. This I, I is might Chris's change pick. mine. So and then so uh, we're going to pick two more Westerns. Any shout-outs to anything you guys have been listening to? or? Um, well, I actually got another channel that uh, I do work on. What? Um, <laughs> it's, like it's way better than this. No, dude. <laughs> it's really small time. It's, uh, it's uh, uh, just a work in progress. Um, but we call, it's called uh, Heavy Pedal Gaming, and it's just a gaming channel. On uh, YouTube? On YouTube. Okay. So if you guys, anybody out there want to check that out... Um, yeah, hit us up. You, have you been listening to any podcasts, Peter? Or mostly just about gaming, like tabletop gaming stuff. That's what I most want to. Like you want to shout out to uh, one in particular? What is it? Uh, is it about the process or live, like actual plays? I do both. One of them, um, uh, it's a Call of Cthulhu one. I gotta find out what it is. It's um, pretty damn good though. I listened to the Man Cave movie review podcast. That's a pretty good podcast i've been watching a lot of roseanne i'm almost done with the, <laughs> oh my God. i'm almost done with the whole damn thing damn it's like nine seasons anything you guys are looking forward to watching movie wise there's nothing really coming out black, is there? oh no uh the black widow is going to be coming it's out soon the really it might be waiting till people go to theaters to release is uh the james bond coming out yet no not yet i, uh, I think really towards like the end those, of the year it's, gonna, it's gone back for like uh because they want to make money they don't want to release it yeah. and not make money all right guys thanks for listening say bye <laughs> bye guys bye.